Hey, I'm so glad you're listening to the show this week. I hope you enjoyed last week on the You've Got This. I really did want to encourage you that I get it. That motherhood is hard. It is tough. It It is something that you definitely don't understand until you're living through it. And boy, am I living through it. So this week, Leslie, my business partner, if you know Leslie, she she loves books and she loves a conference and she loves to learn. And it's one of my favorite things about her. So she Asked me a few weeks back if I wanted to go to the Catalyst Leadership Conference this week because one of my favorite speakers, Brene Brown, was going to be talking at this event. So even though I'm packing up my family to move, I said, yeah, let's go. But as the days got closer, I really wanted to cancel, for being honest. I really didn't want to go. Felt like I needed to be home. I didn't have time. I hadn't even recorded the podcast for this week. I really hadn't done everything that I needed to do, but something just kept urging me to go. And I show up this morning at 7.15, again, kind of grumped, as we call it in my family. But boy, did God show up today, and it has been such a day of learning that I thought I immediately um, wanted to record this podcast for you. And so what I want to talk about today, a couple things that they shared at this conference. And the first one was about courage. That's the theme of Catalyst this year is courage. And when you look up the definition of courage, it says the ability to do something that frightens one. And I thought, you know, how is it that we as moms, how do we live a courageous life in front of our kids? How do we dare teach them to live courageously? And you know this. You know that our kids learn so much about life not by what we say to them, but what we do in front of them. And it's convicting. To me, I hope it's convicting to you because it's the truth. They will become the people we show them. They'll become the mom. They'll become the wife. They'll become the leader, the friend they see in us. And do we live courageously in front of our children? So today we've had so many speakers at the Catalyst Conference. First, we had Andy Stanley talking about courage. And I want to tell you that the first thing Andy did was get up and talk about his son. His son introduced him. And he talked about, you know, life and as a pastor and family colliding. And boy, as someone who's in ministry, as I travel across the country to talk to moms, wanting to make sure that any of us that do something other than care for our family, no matter how good it is, if you are teaching a Bible study, if you are you know, leading a small group, if you are making dinners for people, if you are doing those things at the cost of your own family, then something needs to change. So one thing that Andy said was, do not give up the role that only you can do for the role that someone else will eventually do anyway. And I love that. And he was just sharing how when he started as a pastor, when they made the pivotal decision to start a church and the hours that it took that he had to have the courage to say, you know what, I only can work this many hours because I cannot lose my family over ministry. And so that was a great way to start this today, this session on courage. And every speaker that spoke, and let me just go over the speakers today. We had um, Andy, we had Jeremy Courtney, we had Bob Goff, we had Christy Wright, we had um, Tim Tebow, we had... Katie Davis, now Katie Davis Majors, we had Daniel Pink. We had so many good speakers today, and they all had a common theme, of course, courage. 
But the other thing they talked about was love. That seemed to be flowing right with the courage. They kind of went all over the place. So for the next few minutes, I hope this doesn't bore you, but I am so excited getting home today. Just the conviction I have after listening that I thought you two might want to feel as if you had a peek of this conference and some inspiration to be courageous moms and create just leaders in your home and moms who teach your children how to live out their faith and teach your children how to love because they are loved. I know always I say in the conferences that my goal for my kids is for them to know they are loved so they are freely able to give love. Love, But let's talk about what that looks like. So... Um, First, Andy talked about just the courage it takes. The courage it takes to know when to stay. The courage it takes to know when to leave. The courage it takes to get help instead of pretending. And the courage to submit instead of powering up. And I think in the home, we even need to admit that. Sometimes we get so determined to be right with our kids or with our spouse. And there are times where we need to just submit. And there are times where we don't have to have our way. It could be as simple as what we're eating for dinner or where we're taking vacation or what we're going to study or so many things that are really small things. But if we have that type of personality that we always have to be right, then we are not creating um, future leaders. We want our kids to become leaders. So let them start leading in the home. Let them start being the ones who lead the Bible studies. Let them be the one to create the menus. Let them take some leadership roles. You know, help them see that you are willing to give up some of your power as a parent to your children. So that being courageous really goes on even in the home with our children. And I love that so much. And then the guy that stuck with me the most today, Jeremy Courtney, you need to look him up. Um, Preemptive Love Coalition. I was so moved by this guy, and I'm going to do some re- more research and want to read his book. But he talked about after 9-11, he packed his wife up, and they moved to Iraq. And they have been there loving people, loving and turning love towards the enemy. And, boy, Okay, that's just been convicting. Not the enemy like at large, like I'm going to go move to Iraq, but sometimes the enemy in my neighborhood or the enemy as I see it, whether it's, you know, a friend who I haven't talked to in a while that I label the enemy or um, just different people in your life that, that maybe you're not naturally drawn to. How do you love them anyway? How do you find what he said, the creepiest person you know and love them? And one of the things he said is stop talking and take a step towards what scares you the most. And boy, is that does that take courage? And what if our children saw us be that kind of mom who we didn't talk about our friends because they hear us and we're on the phone and we're gossiping about our girlfriend or we're gossiping about our mother-in-law or whoever we're talking about that we shouldn't be talking about, our kids are watching. But what if instead of that, our kids didn't see us talking about other people. They just saw us taking steps towards what scares us the most. Maybe it is speaking in front of a group of people. Maybe it is being quiet. Maybe it is taking a mission trip. Maybe it's packing all your children up and moving 
to another country? What scares you? But what do you feel when you're on your knees? The Lord keeps saying, this could be you. This should be you. How do you move towards that? And how do you love people? How do you love hard people? How do you love your enemy? Um, He encouraged us to not see a problem, but to see people and to love them anyway. And boy, that has been convicting. And at one point, he was saying how people haven't counted the cost or they haven't been willing to lose their life. But as a follower of Christ, shouldn't we be willing to lose our life anyway and always? And shouldn't that be what we're about is just to lead with love and that it really isn't our job to win someone to Jesus. We don't win people to Jesus. Jesus wins them to himself. Even our children We are called to love. Bob Goff got up and talked next. Same theme, courage, love. Really, love. When I think as a mom, I've talked to so many people recently who said in their own home they didn't feel loved. These are homeschool kids, homeschool children who grew up in a home of Christ followers, and didn't feel loved. You guys, if we get to the end of this parenting gig and that's where we are, it's going to be heartbreaking. I know that's not where you want to be. I know you want to get to the end and your kids feel loved. How do you do that? It takes courage. It takes courage to love them in their grumpy days. It takes courage to love them in their PMS days, in their toddler days, in their they've just sharpied the wall days. It takes courage to do that. And then living it out with other people. As you invite people into your home, as you don't talk negatively about them, as you lean into your children, as you say yes to them, say yes to reading that book again, say yes to jumping in the mud puddle, all the things that we've talked about in other podcasts are ways to show love to your children. It's so much more important than the academic stuff that you do with them, with the chores that you do with them. They need to know they are loved and worthy of belonging, that they belong no matter what their personality is. Again, I've got kids who are athletes and non-athletes and artists and non-artists and singers and non-singers and dancers and funny and not funny and all in between but they all are worthy of belonging in this family and worthy of love and what are you doing what are you doing Jesus loves us his love isn't dependent on our behavior do we love our children based on their behavior I'm guilty sometimes of that You know, leaning in towards them more when they're behaving, leaning away from them or when they're not. Do we want to be right or do we want to love like Jesus loves in our homes? It was just so much for me today as I digested talk after talk and person after person. Again, Andy's talked about courage. Jeremy Courtney talked about courage. Bob Goff talked about courage. And going for it. Doing what, you know, it said being scared. What scares you? What scares you? Is it scares you that you're losing yourself? Well, don't. Ask the Lord, what does he have for you in the midst of the smothering? And go for it. Fail trying. 
Don't, don't fail because you didn't even try it. Be grateful. Be grateful for this journey. And ask God what he can do with that. Know that, you know, he is a big God. He can do big things. And it might seem like something small to you now loving your children. But you have no idea what's going to happen because you had the courage to love well what that's going to do for generations to come and years to come because your kids knew that they are loved. And, and I think so many times we get scared. We get scared to adopt a child. And if you're watching This Is Us, I've been watching This Is Us. I love that show. And this past week they talked about that. They talked about bringing in an older child. And, oh, no, what if he has issues? Well, he probably will. Right? You probably will. And not everyone's called to do it. And this is not a guilt trip on that. But what if you are called to do it? then you must do it, and it is scary, and it's normal to be scared, and Christy Wright talked about that, that it's normal to be scared. You don't have to feel courageous to be courageous. What does your family need to do that's courageous? What do you need to do as a mom that's courageous? Maybe it's to love a neighbor even though you don't like them. Maybe it's to show your children it's what love looks like. And it's not on just you to pull it off, she said. She talked about how, you know what, it is on the Lord to pull it off. You just do what you feel is right for them. And, and then one of my favorites is Tim Tebow that got up. And, yes, I'm a big football fan. If you know me, I love college football. Even though I play for the Gators, not a fan of that. But I'm a fan of Tim Tebow, the man who stood up for his faith. And, and um, I love what he said. He said, people don't follow titles. They follow courage. And so many times as mom, we don't have titles, mom. What's your title? I'm a mom. I change diapers. I'm a diaper changer. But you know what? It takes courage to be a mom. And people do follow you. Three, five, ten, however many you have, they follow you. And their children will ultimately follow you. So how are you leading them well? That takes courage. Take a look back and remember. I like that. What do you remember about your own childhood that stood out? What do you want to pass on? What do you want their memories to be? And Tim also said we serve a really big God and know your God is bigger than any giant you'll face. And whether you have a child with special needs or you have a child that has reactive attachment or you're, you have a marriage issues you're going through or you have friend issues you're going through or maybe you don't feel worthy yourself of any of this, you serve a God bigger than that. Love and courage. I love this. And as you can tell, I'm going to be so moved by it. And then after Tim spoke, we had Katie. Kisses from Katie, if you've read that book. Katie is a young teenager at the time that she moved to Uganda. Ended up staying, adopting 13 girls, recently married. Adopted the 13 girls before she was married. Recently married and added a baby boy to that family. But she talked about the courage to have faith and trust that courage really is trusting God when you don't know what's next. And definitely parenting is like that, right? We don't know what's next. It's like uh, the cathedrals. I don't know if I mentioned those from Germany when I was recently there. And, and Leslie talks about this in the homeschool conferences of when you start those cathedrals, often the people who started them never saw the finished product, but they worked diligently. And as parents... We often never see truly the finished product, or not for many, many years. But we are called to have courage and work diligently anyway. And then the last guy to talk, um, 
was so interesting. Daniel Pink, he talked about today about endings and just the importance of endings and how they help us energize, they help us encode, they help us edit, and they help us elevate, and the importance of ending well. I don't know about you, but I definitely want to end this parenting gig well. I want to have the courage to love, love them in the good days, love them in the bad days, love in front of them, show them what love looks like so that when they leave my nest, they know they are loved. And they have the courage to love others well. Not just people just like them, but people who are very different from them. People who don't think anything like them. People who hate the things they love. That they are simply called to love. And they are so filled up with the love that they received that it just flows out of them. So today, I want you to think about that. What do you need to do that takes some courage? What is scaring you the most? And how are you going to tackle that? And who needs your love? Obviously, here children, the people in your home, but who's the creepiest person you know that needs your love? So love well. So tomorrow I go back to Catalyst. It's very possible I'm going to talk about this again next week. I get to hear Brene Brown tomorrow plus a lot of other great speakers. I'm so excited. Look it up. It's at Catalyst Leader at Catalyst Atlanta. That's what I went to today and I hope you've been encouraged as I was today. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to The Real Kathy Lee. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.